Hello, and welcome to another episode of What You Say, where we are two moms here to encourage, empower, and inspire with love and laughter. I'm Amber. And I'm Melanie. Hey, Mel, how you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Oh, girl, honey, I don't know what the weather is trying to do here. It's a little cool. It's a little fally. It's a little misty, honey, and my hair is saying, what you doing? <laughs> so I'm like, ooh, it's gonna frizz, it's gonna frizz. I don't like the frizz in the name of Jesus. All y'all curlies out there, y'all know what I'm saying. Ooh. Naturally, naturally, naturally. Well, you know, you can wrap it up, you can twist it up, you can put it under a hat, you can make it work. That's the beauty of the natural. Or honey, just don't just go above and beyond that. Put yourself a wig on. <laughs> That's how I can relieve all of that stress. <laughs> cover it up. Just cover it up. Oh, goodness. Oh, my oh. gosh. Speaking about stress. I mean, um, see, you know, I know we both have a guilty pleasure. You know, it's reality TV. And some, it's just wretched, ratchet, and, oh, Lord. Mm-mm-mm. And repentance needed. No. <laughs> No, you just put it down. It's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I done had enough of this. Lord, no, we gonna move on. Cause it's just it crazy. Becomes un- it becomes unfruitful. But it's see, a- and it does, you know. But see, you know, some folks, you know, some folks can't handle certain things, and you know, you got to step away. That's just like people who are, right. you know, alcoholics or on drugs. You know, you don't take them into a bar. You don't, you don't do those kinds of things. No, no, no. You step away. But then there are folks that can say, look. I can watch it and I can remove myself from it too, you know, and it just keeps calling you back. <laughs> well, no, I see what you're saying, but it also really gives you insight about people in general. It really yes. does. People it's, in the industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at the end of the day, that's really what it is the industry, because they will do. Whatever they feel is necessary that works for the coins in their pockets. And whoever they hurt, damage, step over, or whatever, they're just like, well, we got the ratings. And again, it goes back to us. If we don't watch it, it don't stay on. I know. I know. But anyway. It's, but you know, and, and that's what and, and and watching reality is a reality check in your own life. Because it's like, well, wait a minute, this, wait, are they, I know I was in a situation like this. Did I act like that? So it, it really checks you to check yourself, hopefully in some cases, you know, but what we want to talk about is poking the bear. And for those of you that don't understand what that is, I mean, let's just take it in the literal form. If you, first of all, if you poke a bear, what do you think is going to happen? Okay, so if you are continuing to instigate, to, you know, nitpick and continuously do that to a person, it's going to be a time when that person is going to come back and bite you. So that being said, we want to discuss poking the bear. And 
as an example that we're going to use is a guilty pleasure of a certain reality TV show that comes on Sunday evenings in this time frame in this season. And, um, and it deals with housewives. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> I gave you a little bit of hint. Y'all should know what we're talking about. And so there is a particular woman on this show that in several seasons, seasons in the past has put herself in a position where she is known, known to poke the bear. That is her MO. That's what she does. Now we already know that in a lot of times with these, with these reality shows, you know, you have to have some sort of, of uh, set up some sort of story. You have to make sure it, it flows, make sure there's some agitation. There's all that, all that comes into play, all those ingredients, you know, and then yes, there are the, um, the producers that say, okay, this is what I want you to say to get her to, to react this way. But sometimes, you know what? The producers don't have to do that. You know why? Because you have that poker poking. Just, just that's what she does. That, that's just what she does, you know? So you don't have to have this. She's just going to do what she does. But this particular instance, you know, when, when you're, when someone says something about your your job, your performances, your and, and even trying to figure out, you know, who's getting paid and, and, and that kind of thing. You should never bring up anybody's kids or their mama. Okay. That should never be the go-to. It should never be. Talk about them. Talk, they're the ones that are trying to figure out what is up, what's going on with you. So you can come back with something about them. Not familial. Okay. Don't don't do that. That is just a no-no because one, 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 you are no longer in elementary, junior, or high school. Okay. Okay. You are an adult. So let's use. And then to go to one of the top black universities, HBCUs is just, oh, oh my gosh, I just don't understand that. But, you know, you have a vocabulary, an extensive vocabulary, not saying, not, not saying that those that did not attend HBCUs or any college of that or higher education does not have a high vocabulary. But what I'm saying is that you are in a realm where you can actually use your words, use your vocabulary and not go to yo mama and not go to expletives. It's just ridiculous to me. It really is. But that being said, <laughs> there are also things <clears throat> that are going on in her life, in her life, not the other person's, that is affecting her and and. And getting her to gravitate in an angry manner towards other people. What you say now? Well, uh, in short of what you were just saying, it's called hitting below the belt. When you start going for people's siblings, children, parents, that, has, that is not really the issue of focus. And it's called hitting below the belt. And when you're dealing with people... Again, choose your words because eventually 
because you think you need to have the last word, it's a show of your pettiness, your immaturity, you have name calling, and it shows deep roots of unresolved issues from your past. You just can't. You can see the train coming, but you just won't get off the tracks. You can see that there's a problem here. And usually these things filter over into your personal relationships or future relationships with friends because you're saying things that can't be taken back. And there's there eventually when you're left to your own thoughts, you're going to think about some of these things and recognize that you will have deep regrets, you know, and you're not understanding the impact of the outcome. You, you, you know, because you're, it's just all about you, you know, your mouth just keeps going and you just don't take the time to reflect and listen. Like, how is it like try to fit into these shoes if you were on the receiving end? You know, it's just a sense of I'm going to say what I want to say and I'm not going to let you say what you want to say to me and get away with it. And it's a it's, it's a power struggle. It's a power struggle. It's an ego thing. It's a power struggle. And the importance to that individual is I must win at any cost, you know, and, you know, it does it just doesn't. It in your mind, you're processing it that it just makes up for any deficiencies in your own ability to be logical. You know, you have this obsession with I must have the last word because that makes me powerful. That makes me winning. That makes it that makes a show of you're wrong and I'm right. You know, it just goes on and on and on. And again, when you stop and think about it, or when, let's say, the audience brings it to the attention of, look at how you behaved. Look at how wrong you are. But then see, it- the problem is with that, some people don't think that they're wrong. And that's that. Now, that's a problem. You well, know, when- yeah, but again, when it goes to a bigger platform than just you thinking that you're right, and you, everybody can't be wrong about the same thing. And people get people. You're giving people just what just what's in your heart. The Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So when you're you're yapping and you're you're spouting all these insults and 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 negative terms at people, that's showing just what you are inwardly, which is a show of you have things that are unresolved. You have relationships maybe where you have felt that you were the doormat and being stepped on. And now you think you have a voice, but you don't even know how to exercise it because there's a level of immaturity. And that's, that's, and there's also low self-esteem there, you know, and you've got to look at the bigger picture. Why am I like this? And that's the thing. A lot of people have these issues, these, these self-control issues and, and, and they're trying to figure out why, why am I like this? Okay, well, I'm going to tell you the source. Why don't you go to God? Why don't you pray about it? You know, why don't you be quiet? Shut up and pray. How about that? You know, ask God, Lord, why am I like this? And, and because I am like this, what must I do to correct this? Show me my, my evil ways. Show me those ways. And let me tell you something. God 
will show them to you. See, you have to ask correctly. That's the other thing. You got to, when you praying, you got to be specific. You have to be specific. Ask in specific, specific, oh Lord have mercy. Specificity. Specificity. Yes. Ask and ye shall receive. <laughs> and sometimes you see that's the other thing is that people don't want to do that because they really they know they've got some issues but they don't really want to have them you know have that curtain pulled back you know which is a sad thing because if if when you don't the thing is is to admit that you're wrong look at what is going on get a resolve so that things can get fixed because see you're not you don't have to, that's a that's a form of selfishness because you're not just hurting that one person or yourself there are other people at play around you that are feeling the effects and the brunts of your actions and you're not taking that into consideration so yes that is called selfishness and so get to the root cause because the problem is is that we're always we're constantly only putting a band-aid on it only looking at the symptoms only looking at what is at present what is present right now and not going and not diving deeper into what is really going on in there and so if you're not doing that again you're just putting a band-aid off okay you know that's wrong okay i'll just cut off this relationship but what is what's still there the root okay that didn't that didn't work out so i'll just run away from that but you still have that root that root is still tagging along with you so if you don't get to the bottom of it and resolve it repot it resoil it you know it's always going to be there and it's going to fester you know so it's just for me this person has has been in in an abusive parental situation not I'm not saying that it, it was physical. I mean, it could be physical, definitely verbal, and it and it goes into to mental and emotional as well abuse. And she has neglected to deal with the parental in this situation because you you know what's there? There's fear. You know that's and that's something that I've always said. There are two things that are always constant in this world: love and fear. Okay. You know, because fear, you know, you have fear. Fear is the umbrella, okay, to hate and, you know, all these kinds of negative things. But when the the love of it can conquer it, but you have to want to do it. You've got to want to put in the work to do it. And you cannot be fearful of it because if you continue to be fearful, then nothing will ever get resolved. And see, that's when in, in the situation, her husband is tired of it. You know, and, and I wouldn't be surprised in this in this situation if he says, look, if this keeps going, I got to be I'm out, you know, and I'm not putting any ill will on their their marriage or anything. But at, there's a point when enough is enough and you cannot you can't constantly live in turmoil because that's not healthy at all. That's not a healthy relationship. That's not there. That's actually not a loving relationship. <laughs> if you really look at it so she really needs to do some serious soul searching some serious you know digging in you know she really needs some some psychological help yeah when you think about it you know when people act that act that way and they just have to have the last word 
at the end of it, what do you what do you really stand to gain in this process? Because sometimes some of these conversations uh, or arguments of having the last word are many times about meaningless things. Mm-hmm. You know, you're off track. You're not focusing on what the individual actually did, but there's something underneath there that you feel like I've seen this before. I got to get mine in now, you know, and it's, it, and there's a big control factor, you know, this person probably in some past relationships has felt powerless, has felt demeaned. And this is their time to, in their own mind to show forth and they will go to any extreme and any cost to cause what they, what they don't see is damage because it does it's it's words words are damaging and can be damaging you know and it's 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 never a thing of the person who's having the last word feeling like i'm the victim but really you are the victim yeah you're the victim of some of your own past unresolved issues and that's where the bullying comes into play that's where these bullies Bullies are unloved people. I'm really that's 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 a real thing. That that is when you have gone to the lengths of of being emotionally, physically, you know, uh, uh, verbally abusive to people and, and teasing and taunting. That's an unloved person because that stems from someone that does that to them, and so they're thinking, oh well. If it's happened to me, then I should do it to someone else. I want them to feel what I'm feeling, you know, and, and it, it's, it's such a sad thing because it's a cycle. It is a cycle. And, and, you know, people, we talk about generational curses and, and things like that, but in the cycle, in these circular motions, it can be broken. And people sometimes don't tend to realize that they can. They just feel like, well, if I was, this happened to, my mother did this to me or my father did this to me, then I'm going to do it to my children and so forth and so and so on. But there has got to be a point where you say enough is enough. This is no longer going to happen. I don't want this for me. And I definitely don't want this for my, my, my children or, or for the people that I'm around. This has got to end. What do I need to do? Because I'm telling you, once you say that that light bulb clicks, comes on that that the finger snap that the tea you hear that whistle blowing on that teapot i'm telling you you go get the necessary necessary help that you need the 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 talking people to talk to whatever you need to do to come out of that situation then all things from then on will be a lot better a lot better absolutely and it shows growth Yes, maturity. Exactly. It shows that you have resolved whatever the problems are that you encountered. And also, you know, we have to go back to treating people the way we want to be treated. Mm. See, and that's the hey. You, I mean, do you really want to be treated and spoken to in that fashion? Exactly. And that's just look, what we're saying. Ain't, ain't nothing but biblical. We're just not using the biblical terms. But love your neighbor as yourself. We want to go to the Bible. You know, the doing unto others as you'd have them do unto you 
it's it's just that self-control, you know, a fruit of the spirit is self-control. Love. See, the thing is about with loving your neighbor, and we're not just talking about the people that you live next door to, but those that are around you that you come in contact with. Loving people as you would love yourself. That is the first thing that you have to do is love yourself before you can give that to anyone else. And if if there is a lack of love for yourself, then there's no way that you can give any of that to anyone else. And that's why I said what I said with regard to the way that she's re- the, the way that she's acting. Her husband is her husband has already said, this is crazy. I'm tired of this. When a person says I'm tired, especially a man, <laughs> when I'm tired of this, it's done. You know, you don't want to get, you don't want to have your mate to get to that point where he's just done because then it's just, then we have, then we go into a whole nother gamut of things. And well, I can't trust you because then I don't know what's going to come out your mouth. I don't know what you're going to do, you know, so you don't ever want to get into that. So you've got to, there's a lot of love lessness in, in her that she needs to come in and that, that needs to come, you know, to grips with and and with her mother you know it's that that's a, a whole thing because we, we've seen it her mother has spewed a whole lot of unlove in seasons before yeah when you take to hitting a grown woman <clears throat> with a pocketbook that you brought into this world you got some things you need well, to fix too because come on these acts of violence right and- that and that's why i said there's some sort of abuse she that ain't the first time she's put her hands on her or touched her in that way but what i'm saying is that even from when she didn't want her um her ex-husband to come to her daughter's wedding i mean look this is your daughter not your wedding i mean because of the infidelity because and not wanting to invite the offspring of the infidelity. That boy ain't had nothing to do with what, what went on between him and his mom, his daddy and his mom. <laughs> so it's that right there. There's unforgiveness there too. That's the other thing. There's just so many things that are that are there to say, look, you need help. You need to get some serious help before this really blows up in your face and you are left with nothing. Well, you know, it's it's bad. You know, I think everyone in their lifetime has had maybe a conversation or something where they've said something that they couldn't take back. Mm-hmm. Regret, <clears throat> regret is a, a very difficult thing to have to embrace but again we've all been there at some point saying blurted out something that we shouldn't have said or that was hurtful to someone else and you know therein lies that maturity level where you come to a place of forgiveness and and everything that we may think in our heads does not need to come out of our mouths and sometimes we'll be in situations where the Holy Spirit will be keep quiet, keep quiet, because we don't see what's down the road, mm-hmm. and we have to walk in the, in in obedience in that to our fellow man because it it all comes down to love, and these people who have been damaged in that way, having all this unresolved in their past, they have to get to that place where they love themselves. 
and that because you can't give something to somebody that you don't have exactly you cannot you know you can't say that you love God who you haven't seen and <laughs> treat people that like that you just can't you know and, and that's a that's a place of growth that we all that we are all in the process and the emerging of there are some things that we individually have to experience in order to get to that place to love people we know that god only loves he loves us without condition but as humans we tend to put conditions on how we love people yeah i love you if <laughs> I, no 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 i love you but oh that too <laughs> I love you, but is really the big one, you know, and that's, and that's with that, you also have to put in account respect that right there is another thing. Let's, when we talk about loving yourself, you also have to, I mean, you got to respect yourself. You don't love yourself. You're not going to respect yourself either. You're just not, and you're not going to respect anybody else. And that has shown very big (laughs) in that situation. Mm-hmm. the lack of respect okay so what you are and this is the thing and, and I hate to say to see stuff like this especially in in this season this day and age I mean it's it's I mean we're always we've always been in it but for and, and we always say that it's difficult for it to have a lot of African-American women in one place together and everything be cordial and peaceful and loving it's very hard to do that it's very hard because it's so much, it's so much competition. It's so much jealousy. It's so much greed. It's envy. It's just pride. All of that coincides with the relationships that a lot of w- women too, just women in general. And, but I'm just talking about black women because and it, it's so sad to see the tearing down of a black woman by another black woman. I mean, it's bad to see it in just with women in general, anyone, but the tearing down and doing it in, in, in on a platform where the world is watching the same world that is saying angry black woman, the same world is saying, don't trust the black woman. The same world is saying, that's why other nationalities don't date black women or, or your nationality, your the African-American man doesn't want to be with a black woman. Because this is what we're showing them. And it's so sad to see that. And it, it just it just doesn't make yes, we, we're gonna have gripes, we're gonna have, we're gonna have arguments, we're gonna have disagreements, but at the same time, there can be a loving argument. There can be a, a, a disagreement where there is no throwing of food, there is no physical altercations there are no expletives going back and forth they're not talking about any anybody's family look we're adults act like adults act like educated adults you know (laughs) if that's what you want to say and like again I'm not I'm not putting anyone who has not who does not have a degree or anything like that down I'm not saying that but I'm just talking about the platform that we were just talking about these are all educated black women so if that's the case, act like it. It's about choices. If you choose to engage and be a part of these reality things, 
And I know we said it before, it goes back to what these producers are trying to project. And if you don't make yourself a part of this negativity, then it can't go on. And it has to, you, it has to get past the whole idea of chasing the coin. You know, you're trying to get that 15 minutes of fame. You're trying to become that influencer. You know, it, it's all about you and you'll do it at any cost. It has to stop. But see, what I will it say has- to that, what I will say to that, yes, you're absolutely right. In the industry, there are those producers that, you know, egg things on. I Yes, that is so true. But there are also ones that are just, they're all already the ratings. That's, that's just them. It lives inside of them because that's what they do. That's just who they are. They don't have to get egged on. This is just their character and personality. And I believe that that is her character and personality. I believe that. I don't think that they had to egg her on for anything. She's just... Well, again, okay, it goes back to also what people have are triggers. And the triggers are because of the whole aspect that we talked about of the unresolved. And, you know, all it takes is telling a person on the other side, say this, because she going to react this way. See, there's been an observation. There's been a a psychological profile built around what they have been presenting all along. Like, all you got to do is say that and you're going to get this. You know, so they don't have to actually go to the person that they're going to want to start the fight. They just need to use all the others around that have the triggers. Exactly. Certain thing that that's that that match that you strike that lights that fire. And that's all they're looking for. But, you know, again, we know that the Bible talks about one of the fruits of the spirit, as you had said earlier, of having self-control have and we have to do better like rise above these situations i you know hey call it for what it is i know where you're going with this but it's not going to happen the way you think my dear (laughs) that's how you got to deal with it shut it down let's move on we're not going to have this conversation and you're going to respect me and i will respect you end of story end of story that's it that is it Speaking about that is it. I know we can go on forever about this <laughs> situation. <laughs> the one that just won't die. It won't it, go away. I know. It just season won't go away. Season. <laughs> but no, but, you know, just the poking of the bear. Let's not poke the bear. Let's just not do that at all. I mean, I just think it's, that's a crazy saying anyway. Poking the bear. Because see, first of all, I ain't never going to get that close. So I can poke a bear. So. <laughs> that's being that being said yeah well so, look that just goes to show you every bear ain't a, a truly asleep hibernation is over well when a bear's been uh, hibernation's over he's one thing he truly hungry. is is hungry that's <laughs> right so we don't want to leave you without a word of prayer lord 
we thank you for this day. We thank you for our listeners. We ask you in Jesus' name that you will continue to provide and protect, heal them, Lord. Father, we ask you in the name of Jesus to speak to their hearts and their minds, Father God. When they're dealing in situations, we ask you, Father God, that they come to you in prayer to for you to give them the resolve in the name of Jesus. And for those, Father God, that don't know you, we ask you in the name of Jesus that you pull on their heartstrings. Father, God, that they have a repentative heart, Father, that they want you to come into their life and be Lord and master of their life, knowing that you love them, that you died on the cross for them, and that you are now alive and here, Father God. Lord, we thank you and we magnify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, if you see something strange, hear something odd, always remember to say, what you say until next time we'll talk to you later bye-bye bye